Are you an introvert or an extrovert? And did you decide that this was the right box for the category that you could well inhabit? Or was it coming from others who told you that you were? I would like to propose that these being two extremes of a black and white classification, it is much better instead to look at the spectrum and accept that we are all ambiverts. Being an ambivert means that you can be an introvert or an extrovert, depending on the circumstance, depending on the situation, or depending on the particular moment in your life. If you think about it, a newborn baby will be necessarily an extrovert. As uh, the baby is born, it will have no qualms about expressing whether it is hungry or um, thirsty or happy, uh, whether it feels uh, glee seeing the mother or the father uh, or uh, it is afraid. Uh, there is a movie from, I think, the 80s that uh, is a quite nice movie uh, called uh, Carabina Quigley. Um, it uh, takes place in Australia and uh, one of the most dramatic scenes, um, spoiler alert, is the recollection of the female protagonist as uh, she... Um, inadvertently kills her baby because she is crying and uh, the enemy attackers are coming and uh, she's afraid that the baby's cries will alert the enemy to their position. And so she uh, is uh, trying to hush uh, the baby, but it won't stop and she suffocates her and crushes her. That is an extremely dramatic representation of a very natural evolution of this evolutionary uh, position of being an extrovert being limited by the outside circumstances. Learning to stop crying for a baby is important and uh, smart parents will know that the communication can be modulated. If you rush to pick up the baby every time it cries, it will keep crying all the time because that is what it works. But if you let the baby cry a little bit very, very rapidly, it will learn that crying all the time serves no purpose. So it will really use the communication tool when it matters most, not all the time unnecessarily. And modulating this communication is important because communication costs energy, both expressing what you need as well as listening to the environment and absorbing what the environment tells you, whether at a dinner party uh, whether uh, when you are uh, tracking uh, in, in nature, uh, whatever it is, um, this uh, uh, communication 
is an important um, expenditure in, in energy, cognitive and physical energy as well. So we learn how to tone down the filters, how to increase the filters, sorry, and, and lower the communication bandwidth that we have uh, with, uh, with the world. And as we learn that, some of us will raise the filters and then leave them at a relatively high setting so that uh, they feel to others somewhat impenetrable and less ready to share their emotional states or to show their emotions or to participate empathically in the emotions of others. And then we label them introverts, right? So these modulated communication processes are what give rise to the labels extrovert and introvert and they are both uh, biologically based but also culturally learned and being able to be self-aware of how they work can be extremely useful and ambiverts as all of us are learn how to do that learn how to raise the filter lower the filter communicate uh, more explicitly or more implicitly withdraw from interaction or jump um, more readily uh, into the crowd and and interact uh, gleefully and uh, uh, at full bandwidth so in order to be able to navigate the information flow this applies to our digital means as well because the digital information flow whether it is um, the output that you generate or it is the input that you collect is the kind of communication that requires energy in order to be managed and there is a time for being uh, more extroverted in uh, communication and there is a time in order for being more introverted in this communication maintaining the right balance dynamically not statically being at one extreme or the other extreme but very very dynamically and only through this uh, dynamic balance that uh, you can maximize the value that you both generate as well as the value that you receive and understanding that respecting the result of these evaluations both as uh, signals come from others as well as you understand your own uh, evolution of internal states is extremely uh, desirable and it can lead you to um, important new ways of uh, expressing yourself on one hand or to interpreting uh, the messages on social media or uh, on other platforms as an example uh, a few months ago i uh, received a message 
uh, from uh, a follower saying, hey, I love your content, but I cannot dedicate uh, an hour a week to uh, listen to your videos. He was slightly exaggerating because at the time I had just the context, which is about half an hour uh, a week rather than an hour, but I understood the point and I responded that the uh, patrons on Patreon receive the transcript of these videos. So if somebody wants to read the material rather than watch the video because they can more rapidly absorb the uh, information content, they can do that. And that is what led me uh, to thinking of how to further in alternative ways represent the uh, information that I am creating and uh, hopefully the knowledge that I am trying to share. And it made me search, test, and then adopt uh, what the uh, topic charting platforms could be. And currently I am using uh, one of them called Infranodus. And you can find the topic chart uh, in uh, uh, each episode of, uh, of the context. And I am going to keep searching for ways to allow the people who are going to absorb uh, and interact with uh, what I output in a flexible manner according to their needs. The reverse is also true. I am constantly moving uh, between uh, listening to podcasts, watching uh, uh, YouTube videos, uh, reading um, uh, a short uh, online post, downloading uh, a 20-30 page uh, PDF, and, and these require different kinds of, uh, of interactions, let alone, of course, the unending uh, uh, Zoom uh, calls uh, either initiated by me or uh, set up uh, by others. And it will be very interesting to think about if and when Neuralink, uh, the Elon Musk project, that uh, wants to create uh, brain-computer interfaces in order to increase the bandwidth of communication between machines and humans succeeds, how will these dynamic filters of introversion and extroversion, openness uh, to communicate and to absorb, and uh, more uh, focused and concentrated attention that uh, is naturally needed in order to be human and be able to um, own one's uh, identity and create it and, and nurture it uh, in a healthy way, well, how will that work? Being able to see those settings, intervene in them, uh, or have some kind of meta-filter that uh, um, allows you to understand that those settings are adjusted in a manner that uh, is good for you uh, as uh, you go about your life is going to be really, really important. So, 
Is this going to apply to artificial intelligences uh, as well? I believe it will in different ways and at different uh, degrees. Uh, but there will be natural limits to uh, the cognitive ability at any stage of evolution of AIs. And uh, their curiosity will drive them to push those limits and uh, to arrive to a point where they will go like, oh, I, I, I cannot uh, stay at this uh, cocktail party among uh, AIs anymore. I have to withdraw a bit. Uh, in order to think about everything I heard, I would just sit in a corner um, and if somebody wants and uh, another AI, uh, even if attractive, uh, calls me to dance, uh, I will say no thank you and just smile a little bit, uh, but my body language will indicate that uh, a no is a no, uh, thank you, I don't want to go to dance with you, even if you are an attractive AI. So. Uh, obviously, the anthropomorphization and uh, the description of this uh, hypothetical scene has its limits. But uh, the self-referential nature of uh, degrees of abstraction uh, that are uh, fractally similar to each other, I think will characterize in many ways, uh, AIs and AI societies and AI systems as well. They will be not extroverts or introverts, just like humans, they will be ambiverts as well. So, uh, with uh, this episode, um, I am concluding season two uh, of uh, the context. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will take a few weeks uh, off, not to do nothing, but uh, uh, to do many, many other things. But uh, I will not be publishing uh, uh, the weekly episode of The Context uh, for these few weeks. What are the things that we will be doing? Well, uh, I am uh, going to uh, keep recording uh, the modules of the various units of the Jolting Technologies uh, seminar series that I am offering to enterprises uh, uh, at a, you know, whether it is a high price or not, certainly a price that individuals uh, wouldn't be paying. And if you are interested, you are welcome to reach out uh, if you have a, a corporation that uh, could feel the need to better understand how the increasing acceleration of technological change can uh, impact your business models, um, hit the limits of the adaptability of your organization sooner than you would have expected, and uh, what we already are seeing around us, uh, whether it is the increased acceleration of AI, also documented by Stanford University, whether it is uh, the power of quantum technologies, whether it is uh, the biological evolution hitting us uh, in the face in the form of a pandemic and asking, forcing us to ask ourselves, are we ready? Answer is no. Do we want to be ready for the next one? Hopefully the answer is yes, and so on. So that is one thing. The second thing 
is that uh, we will be preparing, of course, uh, season three of uh, the context, which uh, we want to do with uh, increased uh, production levels. And hopefully we will achieve that. Uh, the green screen is uh, just uh, one component, but uh, there will be many others. Uh, my team and, and I are uh, working uh, uh, on uh, designing uh, what the new things are going to be. And uh, many other things. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, obviously, I will be interacting with uh, all of you uh, on Patreon, whether you are on the fan, on the supporter, on the sponsor, or the benefactor level. And uh, I am going to be looking forward to um, learn from you um, so that the next season of the context uh, can be even more valuable than this season two or season one, because you can watch uh, all the episodes on the YouTube channel. So uh, see you soon and thanks uh, for all the fish.